Kelsey, that's your cue to dance. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the energy was not there today. I know, and I gave her the big hand signal, too, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm giving her my airline move here. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pooped. I'm, I'm getting nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. That's fine. It's all good. Actually, that's going to be... I'm running on reserves. I have to conserve I think energy. we all are a little bit. That cold weather zapped it out of me. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think I'm getting back into it. I'm, I've got to figure my like my schedule. That cold weather screwed my schedule up really badly. I hibernated. Hmm. When you don't work Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that really throws you off. Yeah, yeah, I know. Last week was a little weird. I'm wiped out today because the Super Bowl was yesterday. And yeah. I went to this big Super Bowl party. And I had to bring all this food, and I've been um, totally binging the British baking show. Have you guys ever seen that? Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to take a stab at homemade dough. So oh. <laughs> what kind of dough? Pizza dough. Oh, okay. And then I made a I made a loaf of bread with with some that was left over. It wasn't Not bad. It was good, but I'm I'm pooped. Yes. I'm I'm with you guys. I'm pooped. <laughs> so we got to find some energy and dig deep. So that we can have a great episode helping all of our young professionals na- navigate the nastiness of the real world. Oh. Welcome back to it <laughs> from well, the Super Bowl party. I know, right? But actually, we have a, a quick housekeeping item because I got a direct message from a listener. We have listeners, you guys. <gasps> Hi. Hello. What's up, listeners? <laughs> so uh, last week, we um, published a show on things guys do that drive girls crazy at work. And so very appropriately, this listener said, great episode, but you have to do it from the other point of view, which is exactly right. We are equal opportunity offenders here. Mm -hmm. So we have to talk for a minute about things that girls do at work that drive guys crazy. Now, I'm not going to totally put the spotlight on you, Tony. Well, I don't necessarily know. I don't necessarily know. Oh, gosh. I I know there's definitely some things I can think of, but it's not like, I don't know, it's not always as obvious. It's it's a bit more subtly. It's like like emotional things and like social interactions rather than like... Scratching your balls like and <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can give you some some thought starters um, because I know things even as as a woman things that other women do that can drive me crazy. So I'll just start with um, how about really strong perfume in the office? Oh yeah. yeah, that'll do it. Oh, we have sometimes there's like clients that come in. And they, oh like, yeah. it's really bad. I'm super sensitive to like sense too like uh it'll give me a really bad headache yeah ignite it right up yeah mm-hmm. and um and like at first i'll notice it and it'll be like oh that's nice and then it'll be like that won't like it's lingering it won't go away so it's like becomes overwhelming so you yeah, gotta be careful I with that stuff agree. honestly you're gonna like give somebody an allergic reaction <laughs> yeah some people yeah and we should preface out. everything we're gonna say in this segment as we are not sexist we are very conscientious yeah, cologne, for both yeah, sides exactly yeah, so cologne can be too strong we hate both sides equally <laughs> <Too>. <laughs> no, we just have we have opportunities uh, for improvement on both sides but since we did a show on dudes today we will be talking more about women so nobody uh, you know right and say we're so sexist. You know, at the time I that we recorded that podcast, I didn't realize that it was sexist. We kind of touched base yeah, on I some women's stuff, dude. too. Yeah. I don't. It think, was just different. I don't think, uh, by virtue of definition, when you are sexist, you're making assumptions without thinking of the other side. And I don't think any of this is sexist because we're very conscientious yeah. about the other side. Mm-hmm. 
So so we'll be talking a little bit in stereotypes, but hopefully the information will still be helpful. Yeah. So, so dear listener, we did not do that intentionally. <laughs> we're also not making blanket statements, yeah, to be fair. We're, we're, we're saying this is from our experiences. People. We're yeah. feeling millennials being way qualified here. Yeah. Okay, so keep the keep the perfume light. That would be one yeah, thing. Yeah, definitely. But um, what about uh, what I'll call TMI? I have a sense that women tend to overshare a little bit more on the personal front than than men will at work. Do you find mm. that? I could see that. I don't really. I, this is my thing. I haven't really worked with a lot of women at the fish store. I I worked with a bunch of dudes. I, I worked. I mean, I worked in construction. I worked with a bunch of dudes, and then this is like my first job, really, where I've actually had to work alongside like women. Like, and it's literally just me and Kelsey. Yeah, and it's just it's just them too. So they don't count. Well, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I feel like we might be, like, a decent exception yeah. to, like, your introduction of working with women. You guys don't really do anything too mad <laughs> that I at least I can think of. I could definitely oh. see oversharing, though. I could see that. But I feel like everybody has a tendency to do that. Well, well, guys, as a, as a general rule of thumb, I think guys tend to hold their cards a little bit closer to the vest. And, and women, we tend to, you know, we're nurturers. So some stuff might just be a little bit more out there. So uh, I think I what, what counts as oversharing? Like, what's an example? Ooh. I can see like oh. talking about like what like I don't know like personal like relationship yeah that guys issues. don't want to hear about I'm yeah your time of the month yeah that kind of thing I, I actually have like, that as an issue sometimes <laughs> you just gotta complain about it it's awful but okay but in that same regard like when guys that get together in the workplace it's still it's still locker room esque talk That's sometimes true. again because I know I've overheard stuff here and I'm like. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I definitely was not supposed to hear that. Didn't want to know. You know what I mean? So, like, I think it definitely goes both ways. And maybe just when we're with our respective genders, like, we just feel more open to talking about certain things. Yeah. Like, guys with guys and girls with girls. I do think that um, when you brought up the, I'm going to use my air quotes here and call them girl problems. I do think when, um, and it's common when you are close with your fellow co-workers to discuss medical issues. But for some reason, there's just a little bit of a stigma still around discussing anything with the female reproductive system. So, but women don't really think of that as, you know, uh, an off an off-topic yeah. conversation. So we'll be very honest and candid with each other about what's going on. And I think men can sometimes get very uncomfortable when those types of topics come up. In fact, it can be a running joke. I've worked with lots of women who, when, when they need to call in sick or need to take a, a mental health break, their excuse for the call-in to the boss will absolutely be girl problems. And that's the guy <laughs> won't want to hear one more thing. So that's fine. No problem. Take the day. So I think that we have to be a little bit sensitive to to that. I don't think most guys as a general will want to hear about our, our girl problems. Oh, I'm going to say crying. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go right down into it. I'm gonna dive right head first and go crying. I. I have. I, that. I know. I know. As some people are more sensitive than others, but I don't know. Crying always makes me uncomfortable. I'm just the worst person though because I'm always <laughs> like, I'm. I'm so bad. I'm like, don't cry, please stop. No, I. You're making me feel bad. Like, like did I do something wrong? Like, <laughs> I think that yeah. is such a great one, Tony. Because I think this is the challenge, and you just said it. So if. A female coworker expresses her emotion and tears become a part of that. Your first assumption is to somehow comfort or make her feel better. And that makes you feel powerless because you don't know what to do to make her feel better. You might not even know why she bursts into those tears. 
So I think that's the first problem with crying is the, you know. The, yeah, and then you got to be careful with, like, a coworker too, you know. Like, you don't want to be too comforting to a coworker. You don't want to be like, uh, hey, tell me about your problems, you know, yeah. unless they don't, they don't probably don't want to talk about it. <laughs> like, you know, I will say in my experience, I haven't worked with too many criers at work. I've, I've had a handful of them. Oh, in, I have. Really? Yes, in the uh, restaurant industry. When, when like, when servers get overwhelmed with, like, too many tables and they're, like, in the weeds and they're, like, waiting for food and the kitchen's not fast enough and, like, tables are angry. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, the idea of, like... Frustration. Oh, my gosh. What do I do? You know? So, like, I've definitely experienced, you know, coworkers getting upset. And I've gotten upset at work, too, but I try and do it, like, privately. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, try and, like, go to the bathroom, like, pull myself together. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got this. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But, um, exactly. yeah, some some people, and, and it might not be their fault. They just can't, like, control it, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you got stuff going on, <laughs> and it just, it just hits you all at once. I totally get it, but... Yeah, no, it does make people uncomfortable. I get that. Yeah. I think that is one of those situations. I'll try and categorize it into three buckets. I think... I, I love it when you do buckets, Jenny. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do some buckets. <laughs> um, I think that the in my experience, the majority of crying that I've seen at work is around frustration. There'll be... Um, either I'm feeling overwhelmed um, with taking care of my customers or I just got reamed out by my boss or there's some, there's a deadline I'm not meeting. Like I think that the emotion of frustration can create tears and, and probably more frequently in a female than a male. I think the second bucket um, is when there's just something else going on at home and so you're not you know, your typical strong self and so something small uh, can bring all of those uh, feelings to the surface. And then there can be an inappropriate moment that makes it really uncomfortable for the other person to try and, um, you know, comfort you. But let's say that's the exception and not the rule. And then there's the third bucket, and that's the one I think that we're talking the most about, which is sometimes you do just draw a short straw and work with a crier. And when, <laughs> when you work with a crier, it's... It's it's hard, you know. Yeah. I know as the boss, my advice would always be what you just said, which is you can have your moment. You just got to go have it privately mm -hmm. because it compromises the way other people see you from a strength standpoint, from a reputation standpoint. Yeah, and, and productivity is definitely going to suffer if, mm -hmm. like, more than one person gets roped into you being upset. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, so crying is a big one. Um how about, like, moodiness? Do you think that... I could see that. Moodiness, or I was actually going to go... I was going to take it this way and say... Um, Tony's clothing. got, like, a list over there I, I, ready I, to I'm go. I'm the only dude in the room at this point. I was, like, <laughs> no, that, I that one it. show, I was, like... I'm so glad that you have things to, like, add to this. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's... it's. Uh, I'd say, like, too revealing clothing, too. Oh, that, that's a that's one that's not really annoying, but that's a problem. I think mm -hmm. I think that's like a dude issue. And I know I know I should probably be able to keep it together or, you know, whoever it is should probably be able to keep their eyes to themselves. Mm -hmm. But it's hard sometimes mm -hmm. as a guy. It's just your gut instinct. Mm -hmm. It happens. I think that's so fair because the the fashion standard has definitely changed. I mean, the work uniform has changed dramatically over the last couple of decades. But, you know, I always say we live in this Instagram world and everybody is trying to look like the next Kylie Jenner. And let's face it, a lot of those images are very, very sexy and revealing. I read a great little snippet just the other day, actually. It's funny you said that when it was talking about um, 
projecting a sense of leadership and authority in a meeting, one of the things that it said is attractive but not sexy. And I thought that is such a great way mm -hmm. of describing an appropriate work attire. Because think about, let's, let's flip this stereotype and make it a, a man for a moment. We know what an attractive professional man looks like at work. You can picture the guy in the three-piece suit in your head if you want. Now imagine that same guy wearing some silk shirt and having it unbuttoned <laughs> down to his navel and a bunch of black an hair. ascot. <laughs> little tasteful chest hair showing. See, that would never be okay. That would never be okay. No. So, yeah, so it's a good a good little rule of thumb for all of us in our head. But is that sexy, though? Is that God, like, no. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. Well, well that uh, guy probably thinks so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah. it's funny. That's a that's actually a good segue because I think um, Alana was saying earlier today we should talk about baggage and what you have to leave at the door, the day, not the day, the moment you walk into work. So Disney has a really good um, statement, a philosophical they give all of their employees, which is the moment you walk through any from back of house to a front of house space, they have signs that say you're on. Mm. So like the moment you. You cross over that threshold, mm -hmm. you know, you got your game face on, you're professional, you're appropriate. And it's hard when, you know, you were on a, a horrible, emotionally draining phone call right before you walked in, yeah. for example, or your water got turned off. Or, I mean, I, I don't know what oh, could man. happen. Yeah, definitely. Th things that. So was there something that happened recently that had you thinking, I, this would be a really good topic for our listeners? Oh, I mean, it's it's. I think it's just natural to, like, be going through, like, your morning or, you know, what, however your shifts pan out. And, like, you know, you're dealing with life and then you get to work and you feel like, okay, I need to put that on hold. And then, like, throughout your day to try and, like, make sure that that doesn't affect your workflow. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It it's is. really hard. And I think one of the mistakes that young professionals make is, so you're, I'm, I'm walking in and I'm thinking, okay, I know today is going to be an off day because XYG, XYZ just happened and so I'm just not feeling it. So the first thing I'm going to do is tell my boss, by the way, XYZ just happened. So if I seem off, you know, cut me some slack. I think there's some sort of thinking, uh, especially when you're younger, that says if I share that with you and I take you into my like circle you're of trust yeah. and let you know what's going through my yeah. mind, I'll get a pass on mm -hmm. whatever I do wrong today. And you should never, ever choose that approach, even though it feels logical, because you just compromised yourself before the day even started. So my advice is always get yourself under control, even if that means you have to be quiet or work in a more solitary fashion in the earlier part of the day while you're getting into your groove. But that's probably a really good um, example of how oversharing um, and not leaving your baggage at the door can backfire. Uh, Tony's reliving a moment. As we're <laughs> well, I just that. think, well, I was going to say, I think it honestly is just, it kind of hits close to home around here lately, I think, because everybody's kind of really had a lot going on in their life. <laughs> and I think it's a big time for everybody. So, like, when when something happens, you know, everybody kind of has to think about and be sensitive to their own, like, everybody else's situation. Mm -hmm. um, like, like we have to think, like, somebody, yeah, again, you know, somebody acts a little bit off their personality, and you're like, oh, my gosh, is there something going on? And it's like, or, like, 
again, I, again, it, crying, you know, or anything, anything really. And people are just, it was, it's, it's been a, it's been kind of a, a week of everybody dealing with their own things and still trying to get work done. <laughs> 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 it's just been one of those kind of weeks. <laughs> you know what helped me? I had a, uh, experience very early on in my career. I worked in a big open area office and there were actually two departments, but it was all in one big shared space. So this woman wasn't my boss, but she was a boss of one of the two spaces. And she had a big reputation for being moody. And you knew because when she would walk in the door, her assistant was closest to the door. If she typically had messages or something to tell her the moment she walked in the door, if she didn't want to hear it, she would stride by her admin's desk and put her palm, her arm fully extended and her palm, you know, facing her admin's face, you know, to say non-verbally, not now. <laughs> and there, and I would say maybe, you know, two or three times a month, she would walk in and pull that move. And I'm, you know, 22 years old looking at this thinking, oh my God, number one, you're terrified of her. You never know what kind of mood she's going to be when she walks in. Number two, who wants to be on the receiving end of that great big palm in the yeah. face? <laughs> and I just, I always remember thinking, gosh, I don't ever, ever want to be that person. So it was a really good, you know, sometimes you learn what you should be doing by watching what you know you never want to do. And that was a really good example of somebody who I never wanted to be. Um, so it's, but it's hard because... We're all human, you know, and yeah, like, are we allowed to have off days? Are we allowed to have bad days? How do you like let your people know? Like, (laughs) because I had, you know, I just had a really off day uh, two weeks ago, and I felt like I had to apologize profusely. Like the next day, I was like, I'm so sorry, guys. Like, I just, you know, it was just one of those days, you know, you're going through something, you don't feel yourself or whatever, but, like, you're still trying to be productive. But you know that, like, you're being just difficult. Yeah, (laughs) and probably judged, too. Because if you are typically not that kind of, you know, withdrawn kind of person, then it's going to be, like, a really stark contrast, you know, when Mm -hmm. you're... Mm-hmm. kind of withdrawn and and don't really want to talk a whole lot. Um, That's very true. So if you're a really outgoing, bubbly personality like Kelsey, for example, where everybody just knows when you're on, it probably makes it harder on days when you're off because people immediately recognize yeah. the difference. Yeah. And then you're fielding all day long questions of, are you okay? Is something wrong? Which like makes it 10 times worse mm-hmm. because especially if you're on edge, you're going to blow up or you're going to like burst into tears or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I always feel and that. And then Tony's going to go, oh, I'm going to be like, oh, no, people are crying. I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, uh, I I get it though because Alana is kind of Alana is like that. I totally get that. I see that actually when she has a bad day, I can tell, and I don't. I want to ask if she's okay because she seems just totally off from what she normally is. But again, I don't want to ask that because kind of just gotta I'm, be comforting and be there. Exactly. Yeah. There's a point where you just gotta just leave somebody picture, alone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I totally, I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah, I think. First of all, everybody's allowed to have bad days. Everybody. And I think um, my best advice would be to do exactly what you did, Alana, which is I'm just going to power through this. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to make sure none of my work suffers. I might not be the warm, lovey, you know, fun person people like being around today, but that's okay because 
we're not here to make friends. We're here to make a paycheck. And, you know, it's one bad day. You'll get through it. Mm -hmm. So I think you trying to contain it and control it and really, quite frankly, mask it mm -hmm. uh, as much as possible is the absolute right approach. And I think if we're working with somebody who's giving off those vibes, Tony, I think what you just said is the absolute right approach, which is just give them their space, leave them alone. They're working through it. You know, they'll talk to you if they want to. Yeah, they're meeting their deliverables. So, yeah, I would uh, I would always advise just to to let somebody work through it. Unless they come to you and say, you know. Yeah, because we're close here. Not a lot of right. big industries and companies are. You wouldn't just go to some person to the desk next to you and start telling them your life story. But right. we've all been here yeah. for a pretty considerate amount of time together now. Yeah. So I do inform people when I'm having... I don't get into detail about every little thing going on, but I'll be like, hey, this was this was a rough week. Yeah. I mean, I'm here, I'm good, but what do you just think? so you Take know. Take it easy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think makes a bad day? Oh, well, I mean, that depends on the circumstances. Without divulging too much, obviously, you know, there's... Technical issues when the internet goes down. Well, I know that makes irritating, a bad day. That's irritating, but I mean, somebody, you know, they get in a car accident on the way to work. That's a bad day. Mm, yeah, you wake yeah, up and yeah. your dog is sick. That's a bad day. Totally You agree. get a call that one of your family members is in the hospital. That's a bad day. Yeah, so forth so, and so on. Okay, those are really tragic kills. Well, I'm just, it happens, know, though. That's, it's, it's not unrealistic. This stuff happens to people every day, so. Totally agree. This is how you get through it. Right. I guess I, I was going in a more. Um, Positive light. <laughs> no. Well, you asked <laughs> what a bad day was. Workplace-wise. I forgot my lunch yet. at home. That's still a bad day. <laughs> a customer yelled at me. That makes for a bad day. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like, uh, or I got in trouble with my boss. That makes a bad day. I mean, there are definitely. Uh, specific instances that can make a bad day. I just say mood. Sometimes you're just not in. Sometimes you're just not up for it. And you know what? I try to forget. I, I like. I woke up this morning and kind of was like, man, I really don't feel like going to work. Mm -hmm. I'm so know? tired. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I kind of just got up and I don't know. This is one of those things too. I'm weird. I tried to, leaving baggage at the door. I, I I try to almost forget about it. I just like it's weird. I like try to come to work and then just like make almost like it's like a totally different life. Mm -hmm. I try to make it like a separate life, but. Some, obviously, sometimes you can't always do that, but like, I just think that it's. Ah, I lost where I was going with this. I, I was. I'm rambling, but. No, we... you're not. It's it's funny. I because I'm typically pretty even keeled, and I'm usually a pretty optimistic and high energy person. Mm -hmm. And there will literally be days where I'm like, just something feels off, and I won't always be able to put a name to it or I won't be able to point to a specific instance but it's funny I always try and be very self-aware so I'll think on that like why is today different what's what's wrong with today and I try and um, I guess self-diagnose it and if I can't think of something specific that's when I'll just dig deep and say all right then put on your game face yeah because everything's fine it's just your perspective that's off well, it can be so frustrating too like yeah. to not be able to pinpoint it mm -hmm. Saturday mornings can be especially frustrating <laughs> I, we some occasionally we work like Saturday mornings and we're uh, we're here early. bright and early in the studio early. I mean we're here at like what by seven I mean that's on that's Saturday. on a Saturday that's that's kind of rough for 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 people in their 20s and so that, and we're that here can Monday be, through Friday already. Yeah, that can be very disheartening sometimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I feel like that that is <laughs> that's one of the situations that can make it almost kind of a bad day. Yeah, yeah, I would totally agree. Whenever I was in situations where you were like asking people to do something that sucked like that, you know, it's nice. So keep this one in mind when you guys all become the boss. Those are the days where you bring in donuts, you know, or you bring everybody coffee or bagels. You do something 
to uh, pay homage to the fact that, yep, I know this sucks, and I'm super, super grateful that you guys all came in on this Saturday and didn't get to go out late last night with your buddies because you're all so conscientious. So <laughs> I like that. Have some Krispy Kremes on me. Like Maybe I'll bring it. some donuts in some next time. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. It's okay. such a little thing, but on a Saturday morning, it's yeah. it makes a difference. Donuts and coffee. Donuts and coffee. I love off of coffee. Which is, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, which is the good segue on what makes a good day? Because that's Coffee. hopefully an yeah. example. I was going to say, how, can you, how do you suggest turning your bad day back into a good day? More caffeine. <laughs> For me, that is not the answer. That's oh. my answer. I'm super sensitive to caffeine. I need it, but once I have enough, I'm done. If like, I have a bad I coffee. I will get so jittery. <laughs> that's I'm a mad. bad day. That's a bad yeah, day. Yeah, I'll get nasty coffee sometimes in the morning. I'm like, all right, you guys just pissed me right <laughs> off. I gotta stop at another Tim Hortons, get a different coffee, hope it's better. And if it is, usually I'm pretty good. But if it's not, chuck it right out but the But you know what, Tim Hortons, we love you. We would love the sponsorship. Hey, uh, give me a coffee a day. Timmy Hose. You do not litter like that. No, I don't actually chuck it okay. out the window, but I'm like, screw this. Okay. Say. No, I, have, I keep garbage bags in my car. They hang on my glove box. Okay. <laughs> For real. Are they like Meyer bags? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I hang them on my glove box. Good. Good. And I put my trash in there. Um, but Alana's question, so how do you turn around, especially if it's something that you can't pinpoint where you feel like it's just you, mm-hmm. there's just something in your mood yeah. that's Or even off. if you can pinpoint it. Yeah. Um, and again, I think that this becomes a more important skill to develop as you rise because back to my opening story of the mean lady with the palm thing, <laughs> um, the boss being in a bad mood can ruin everybody's day yes or just somebody with a big ego in the office that comes in like a crab oh a big ego that's what you said yeah oh yeah (laughs) if somebody with a big ego comes in the office with a horrible mood I didn't know what she said and then it registered like two seconds later big ego a big ego but she said big ego (laughs) (laughs) big ego coupled with bad attitude makes for a miserable life for a lot of people yeah Yeah, can't put up with that so how can we turn our bad day around kick them so um, <laughs> a couple of my hacks that I would use that do not relate to any physical altercations whatsoever. Uh, that's, you can't kick them. Um, <laughs> you know, spend, uh, spend time doing something that is your happy place. So whether that's going online and reading your favorite blog for five minutes Ooh. or stepping outside and calling your sister or your best friend. Watching Avengers stuff. Uh, going bugging somebody who you love. <laughs> went right over that. Being around. <laughs> I did. <laughs> It always comes back to Avengers. Go watch the latest Avengers yeah, trailer. You saw it I know that gets World, you. you. <laughs> that gets you. I know that gets you. <laughs> I would say try and come up with what your handful of things are that bring you back. Whatever um, sparks joy. Mm-hmm, exactly. So being able to recognize that you're feeling off for no good reason. Number two, know that moods are contagious. And so the more you can do to get yours back like centered, yeah. even if you're faking it, are all, uh, are all really good things um, that you can do so that you don't spread your nastiness and instead spread your love and joy. Love each other. All right, well, everybody is motioning that it's time to go. Check us out at newradiomedia.com, exactly like it sounds. More helpful hacks at bossyskirt.com. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Thank Have you. a good day. Have a great day. We're not sexist listeners. We love you all. Ha, 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 ha.